what it yeah. is. What it is. Welcome What's back. Going Welcome on? back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So real quick, I just want to let everybody know that's watching. Yes, we saved Al's life. He's here today. Yeah. I don't know if y'all caught it on Facebook, but he had a little run in with a golf cart, but we saved him. It was a tea bag. It always works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wakes everybody up. It, that makes me happy. That's like my favorite. <laughs> like that was some good old black tea, man. You got to go in the store. You got to find the black tea. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll, I'll take a tea bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at that. Shiza Minnelli is always the first one to muster. It makes me think that he was always late to muster when he was in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So look, but I did win the bet because I bet that nobody was going to hit my boy. And I kind of flexed true. on him, man. I bet nobody's going to hit my boy. They didn't know what's going to happen if they hit you. And nobody <laughs> hit you, bro, except for us. We yeah. hit you. We're the, we're the only ones authorized to hit you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you yeah. were safe, man. Even we put you dead in the center of the runway. Dead in the I center. I will. All those white balls flying in my face and no one could connect. <laughs> But the, but the black balls got you. The yeah, black, black balls got me. Listen, but I will bigger, tell you. Know you're just bigger all around. You know what I mean? There was probably a lot of people taking selfies with that picture out on that golf course. Because I would see people tee off, and they would get in the fairway, and they would stop. Instead of looking for their ball, they're like, oh, we're going to take a picture with this dude right here. That's fucking hilarious. So you're probably like like – Instagram famous right now. I, I, I'm probably a bunch of nasty, dirty memes. I probably got <laughs> penises all drawn on my face and like all kind of nasty shit. I'm probably my kids are like, Dad, we seen you on Instagram and you had a penis on your next to your mouth. I'm like, okay. Would you want it any other way though? I mean, not on not in public. If I do some shit behind closed doors, bro. Hey, I don't want y'all to know all my dirty, filthy cigarettes. Got my own oh, finger my in my way. butt. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to know all this shit. So, so, yeah. so listen, man. It is the middle of well, it's not even well, kind of the middle of September. Yeah, it's, it's of September. hot as hell, bro. Here in Houston, bro, you got on a hoodie, a hat. You look like you've been in the woods hunting in the freezing cold. Bro. What's going on? So I'm uh, I'm on travel this week with work, and I'm up here in good old Minot, North Dakota, on the airbase. And I will tell y'all some crazy <laughs> shit I've never seen. So this is a nuclear base. I I didn't even know the the baby Air Force had nuke shit, right? But I was trying to leave the gate uh, yesterday. Bro, they had the biggest armored convoy, federal police, and this big-ass truck comes through that looks like some shit you would carry a motherfucking baby T-Rex in like you see on Jurassic Park when they got to dinosaurs. <laughs> There's fucking Hilo. They got air cover from Hilos. And they, bro, it was the most, I guess they were bringing in some shit for their nuclear parts. Man, they had <laughs> 900. We didn't have that many people in Iraq. We was really getting shot. These motherfuckers had 27 <laughs> tactical convoy vehicles with 50 cows. Like, holy shit. So so tell me, you jumped out and set security as they were driving by, right? Nah, road guard. I got out. Was a road guard. I'm, I'm done with that security. Shit. I was like, road guard, posted this motherfucker. I posted for money. Yeah, I took care of it. Road guarded. Yeah, that's fun, man. You know, I'm super excited for today. You know, saying it's been a, it's been a been a long drive, but this is a this is a good day, man. I'm excited. We got a very special guest in the building. I know you guys' energy is high. Everybody's energy is high. I spoke to Ty earlier today. His energy was high. My man yeah, Matt yeah. came in. Always. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, what you guys think, man? I think it's about time that we bring in. It would only be before, right to bring in the man, the myth, and the legend. Bro. But before we do that, I just want everybody out there to know that it, it, it works out, but it doesn't work out. This is mm -hmm. probably the most appropriate time to bring right. this guy on. Yeah, Absolutely. So, Ty, we're going to help you. Right now, it's September. So right now, we are in the middle of making Chiefs in the Navy. 
So there's no more appropriate time to bring this guy on than right now because this is where they're made, and this is what he did for a living. So this is going to be fun for sure. Mm-hmm. So who, who, without further ado, there he is. Look at him. There, there he is. is. There he is in, in the there. building. Yeah. What's going on, big dog? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, first <laughs> of all, let me got... just say I'm I'm extremely proud of all of you guys. Uh, Ty, I don't know you personally, but you know just few episodes uh that you guys have been running you know i know you fit in with these cast of characters right here uh, um hey but um i'm extremely proud of you guys and what you're doing because speaking of september and we talk about the the rebirth because all of us got a birthday on september the 16th except a couple of them cats that they got messed around during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you kind of <laughs> they just don't know how to get along with us but no in all honesty you know um the season is the season but being forged and made a chief is all about experience and development and that's what i see when i see you guys so extremely proud of what you're doing and I, I tell you keep up the good work man we appreciate it man Thank you very much, Master Chief. We appreciate it. I'm very militant. I'm probably I'm probably the most one that uh, was the most institutionalized and has not changed much since I got out. Maybe Al too, but uh, yeah. When, when I when I heard we we're gonna have you on, I knew you were gonna drop some knowledge. I'm really excited for it. So thanks. Yeah. Oh, he hey, he came ready for war too. He, he went black, but he got black Air Forces on. He blacked on black. Hey, he, <laughs> hey, he might hop out the car, whoop somebody ass in this episode, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey he, man, hey, we ready. always repping 42nd and pose. We come hey. out of dog on you, boy. I got a ski mask in your back pocket right now. Hey. <laughs> so so getting started on this one don like we're super excited to have you here but i figured today what we would want to do is we want to create an icebreaker question for you okay uh oh so here's what we're going to do because i know that we were ripping and running for you either in miami <laughs> or atlanta yeah. right so what we're going to do right now your icebreaker question is scott al and matt what's the ranking board Oh, <laughs> damn. Boy, yeah. y'all make it hard, man. Um, well, I, I'll tell you, um, look at your old pit reps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. We, we didn't pull no punches. And I think uh, when it's all said and done, all of you guys rose like cream. So, you know... Uh, you know, I'm giving I'm giving all of y'all EPs, whether you know you number one, number two, uh in my heart, y'all number one. Um, and at the end of the day, um rankings is just a hard, hard job for leadership to you know break people out. Um the real job is how do you break people out with the hard task and still get them promoted? And you know, hopefully. You know, that's what we did as CPO leadership uh, because all of you guys rose like cream and it made me proud as hell to see all of you in khakis. So, you know, Matt, you was already there. So when you put on them stars, you know, I was elated. I hate it. I, I hate it on that. his ass. I talk shit. <laughs> I was all behind his back like, this motherfucker didn't do shit. He didn't deserve that shit. Fuck that dude. I got the hookup and everything. Hey, he knew Rudy. I was like, he knows Rudy. That's why. Hey, that's my boy, Rudy Rue. I just talked to him uh, yesterday. 
He yeah. ain't doing shit. You should see that dude. He got cornrows and shit in his head now. Yeah, he told, me, he told me he's uh, he's spending forty dollars to get his hair shaped up. I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm I'm glad you still got hair. They, 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 they took our mind. They took mine too. Took <laughs> hey, me and you both. So look, so so check this out. I think uh, one thing that's high significance that a lot of people don't know, and one of the reasons that make you one of the dumb makers of all time is that you know a lot of people spend their whole military career trying to even get to the point to put on or to don some khakis and you done you were able to do it you know you you've been in khakis for a whole 20 years you know saying a, a whole 20 year term in khakis i think you made cheap in your first 10 if i'm correct and then yeah. you know explain how you did that and then kind of you know saying bring in a little bit about why you are where, and why you sit where you sit well, first of all, it, it wasn't me. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was it was always about the people that you know uh, I was able to work with. Um, they'll say they work for me, but you know when you creating teams, you you can't look at it from the capacity that you know what you standing on the mountain and you asking folks to do things for you that you're not willing or capable of doing. I think you guys heard that a lot from me and that was my mantra you know a good chief acts not what you're not willing or capable of doing and that means that when it's time for you to go you need to move out and make room for somebody else but yeah i had a great career uh it wasn't easy um but looking back on it uh the people was first um secondly it was it was challenging job assignments um <clears throat> what people don't always associate with me with me with his um recruiting duty from a perspective of a from an e5 to e6 because i was actually reaped i think they was calling it reaped back yeah, then yeah. Or something uh i was reaped the first class based on merit for work done and and for people that don't understand how hard recruiting is recruiting was the only sure duty that you could get promoted from Mm -hmm. And for folks that got promoted on on shore duty, you know, you had a lot of people that hated in the in the um, on the uh, fleet side, but they wasn't out there bagging and tagging, man. You know, and 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 back when I recruited early on, you know, we actually got sea duty credit uh, for <coughs> recruiting. Yep. <laughs> so you know, I'm short a couple sea service ribbons then man look here recruiting is tough <laughs> tough duty but then you couple that with you know doing a tough recruiting assignment and then going back to the fleet you know and and then doing you know what you're supposed to do out there as far as excelling and 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 you know uh taking care of business from a leadership side you know those are the things that i attribute to you know my personal success and as i'm you know as i made chief you know, and if, if you guys remember, the first thing I always told you guys is when you make chief, it's no longer about who you, no, you. No longer about us, no longer about nope. you. Mm -hmm. um, the things that you do when you put them khakis on, it'll either make you or break you. And um, that's a byproduct of how you build teams. That's a byproduct of your relationship development. That's a byproduct of you being able to to manage, 
you know, personalities. Because, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be the alpha, right? Nobody wants to be that person that, you know, is is getting, you know, looked over or passed over because they think that they're always doing the best job. So that first question you asked me about ranking, dude, we, we used to call them murder boards for a reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I came out of there with, with a lot of, of CPOs that, you know, they done the job. They, they went to bat for their sailors. And that's what I always wanted to see. You know, if you can passionately, you know, uh, talk about the people that work for you and you can back that up with with tangible, you know, uh, <coughs> data, meaning, you know, E equals R all day long. If you got mm -hmm. the effort and it equals in results, then you're not going to have a bad, you know, time, you know, showing that just a uh, sailor deserves. Right, yeah. but you know it's hard to polish a turd at the same time. You know, yeah. some people just <laughs> some people just don't know how to, you know, look their leadership self in the face, and you know, say that you know what I didn't do what I needed to do for yeah. your leadership. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes um, a lot of people, though, Don, wanted to be on the leaderboard. That was the problem. I need to be on the leaderboard. I need a person for me up there, and I need to make sure that my guys win even though that same person was running around talking trash about the people for the last <laughs> six months, but they wanted to win. And I don't think uh, a lot of places I went explain it as good as you when it was in. And I remember being in ranking boards and you would tell people you're not here to win. We're here to find the right person. And if the Navy was only going to pick one person to get promoted, you guys got to get it right. And it, it was always about putting that weight on there and trying to develop and, and encourage people to work together to find the right person, because that's what we're here to do. And but again, a lot of people, they just wanted to win. So I need my person on the board. And then you would just you would see that and how they explained it. Right. And I just Absolutely. I remember you like stepping in and, and, and asking people hard questions about, right. you know, explain that to me. Right. Like I hear what you're saying. Break it down. Yeah. Break that down. Show me that paper. Right. Yeah. Show me that paper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, when it's all about you, then you you have a hard time going back and explaining why you wasn't able to get your sailor, you know, in a position to succeed. Or, uh, and I, I wouldn't say to not succeed because, you know, again, um, you can still write a compelling, you know, fitness report or evaluation and make that sailor, you know, stand out when it comes to some sort of a board being able to recognize what, you know, uh, truly depicts leadership or the, you know, the possibilities or or, or, or the, the magnitude of what the sailor might be or potential of the sailor. But, you know, there's a lot of times, again, when it becomes me, 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 my, my, my. Again, if if that was a wake up call for you as a leader, to develop a little bit better or become a better mentor or, you know, uh, or invest in what you needed to invest in. Because if you can, if you had a murder board or, or a selection board and, and again, you got people that are truly trying to just say, I, I'm going to just argue the loudest point and try to make this sailor, you know, get it, you know, a ranking that they don't deserve, you, you know, that's about, a personal agenda and you yeah. know whether that was somebody you know doing something you know out of character or or something that they made a promise see sometimes when you you know 
you look you look at people and you make these these promises that you can't you know fulfill then what does that do for your credibility and, right you know that's that old saying don't write a check your ass can't cash because right. you know if you're sitting there you know if you're sitting there talking about what you can do oh i'm the this i'm the that i'm the chief i see and that you know it's just because you get that you 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 get people that are power hungry and you know use their khakis as a as a as as leverage in order to do things that they shouldn't be doing and mm -hmm. and you know it's sad that you see that and <clears throat> you guys if you've been in any of my drbs I've been um I, I wasn't I mean I was on the good side of the table I with your mean, DRBs. Yeah. I wasn't on the other side <laughs> yeah. of the fucking table. Thank God. I've been writing checks my ass. Can't. I've been writing posters. <laughs> you know, I'm all about, you know, again, tell it like it TI is. And if yeah. if if you got a sailor that you are bringing in front of the mess and potentially in front of the command for some sort of disciplinary action. <clears throat> And you know we gonna ask the questions because yeah, you, you know one of one of my disclaimers you know ain't nothing we ain't seen done yeah. heard <laughs> talked about being done or even done ourselves. So you know when you when you understand that you know uh, you've seen it all and you've heard it all, but I'm gonna give you an opportunity anyway. And based on your character is how we're gonna proceed forward then you know you you said all you need to say so unfortunately i've been in there where chiefs mm -hmm. turned out to be the problem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've had to kick sailors out of drb and pop a chief towel in front of mm -hmm. chiefs because mm -hmm. those are your mentors those yeah. those are your peers yeah and, and so when you're doing a peer review that just means that you know what nobody is above board uh, and, and and the unfortunate side of that is, is is I've always had a caring side where, you know, I understand discipline, and if I can give you a good ass chewing, and maybe a little bit of humility, a little humiliation, then you know it'll it'll get you back on track. Because uh, I've always kind of seen you know uh, kicking people out as kind of a leadership failure. Failure, yeah. yeah. Um, if if you know you you might get an sp you might get a p but that ain't on me that's on you now you right. can recover from it however if if you done something that basically you know um became an offense later on that you know what your hands got tied for then you know you you've done all you can do and i've seen you know chiefs at that point you know, go beyond what they needed to be as chiefs in order to argue a point. And it's like shipmates, you know, let that one go. Because at the end of the day, uh, it was always my personal um, um, belief and opinion that, you know, um, if we can salvage a sailor, salvage him. Yeah. And I, I had that conviction because, you know, as a young sailor, <clears throat> man, I was... Mm-hmm. Bro, I was, <laughs> I was hey, that was a deep ass sigh. Oh, yeah, man. that's a big one. Hey, woo, hey, I'm gonna say this too. Hey, 
you you got a you got another uh, legend in, out here watching uh, watching your podcast. Your boy Ted's on here listening to you. I told Teddy, him to post, Teddy I told, Bear. I, I told him to post a comment, but you know he don't know shit about social media. He probably trying to figure out what buttons to type. He don't know. What's uh, going I can on. hear I can <laughs> hear Ted right now, man. He's got some expletives. Uh, right. <laughs> he's over there, you know, uh, like me right now, having a little, you mm-hmm. know, a nightcap. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Ty. Do this for me. Put me on. Put me on a side by side with 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 the big dog. <laughs> you know, put, put me. Put me on the hey. side by side with him. You know what I'm hey. saying? Hey. So so like this this, this picture right here. Now this day, you know, what I'm saying I'm going through my season, but this day right here, I keep this picture right here because this day was like one of the most important days that I had. You know what I mean? And 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 I and I'm gonna tell you this right because you know I I hate to be the 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 downer, but and it's not necessarily a downer, but I just try to keep it, tell it like a TI is. Yes, I wore my shades today because I figured that I might choke up, right? Because when I, you know, doing this podcast and it's talking about bringing on a guest, bringing somebody, man, this, this man right here, I guess my point this way, because w- when you talk about somebody, what somebody mean to you in, in a leadership realm, you know, coming from, you know, broken home, not having a dad and trying to figure things out myself as a man. And you get into the military. My my mindset coming into the military was I'm going to change the Navy. Like, ain't nobody going to tell me to do no push-ups. Nobody going to tell me to do this. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I can fight. I can, I can get my way through it. But, you know, when somebody teaches you how to be a man, right, man to man, that's a that's a tough thing. There's a whole lot of respect that comes in with that. My respect and admiration for you, Don, is so high that there's no words that can explain it. And when I go back to this day, man, I was stressed out. I'm a skinny. I'm losing weight. I wasn't talking to my boys, man. And you told me, hey, 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 hey. You know what I'm saying? Call them boys and talk to them. You know, and, and you just knew you were able to read what I was going through, man, and get me back up and get me strong again when I was going through so much stuff. The level of respect I have for you, man, is, is is so high. So I I wanted to bring you on that, man, to personally thank you for what you've been to me as a mentor, as a leader, and as a man. And we still talk, man. You know what I mean? We talk all the time on a day-to-day basis. But it was important for me to personally thank you, man, for being who you were because I know you came from, you know what I'm saying, you came from the hood, Indiana, you know what I mean? And I, I came from the hood. I can't say Colorado's the hood because people like, man, what is that? But um, man, I, I got table saws. I know how to, <laughs> I know how to cut angles, I know how to do, and you taught me all those things, man. And, and where I thought that things was going bad, like, man, why he got us doing all this, man? We over here, we you just taught me, man, hard work. You know, you taught me how how to be do hard work, take care of your family, be a man. Tell it like a T.I. is stand on what you believe and move forward, man. And we're here today, man. So I personally, man, wanted to bring you in here on the Triple Threat podcast with all my friends. You know what I'm saying? Matt, Ty, Al, and just personally thank you, man, for being the big dog that you've been for me my whole life, man. And I, that's my personal thing I wanted to do. After that, y'all can go ahead with it. Well, let me, let me I wanted to cry. This, I was hoping man. he would cry I, a little I, more. I, I, I tell you what, man. And, and I, well... It's not just him being emotional because I'm gonna tell you, I'm trying real hard because <laughs> I know. See, when you have 
a connection to yeah. to to people. And I'm gonna tell you, and that was my whole thing with with the mess. It ain't just about you know, and people that that go through a season with me, they understand. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just about all the the trivial things that people say that we do during CPO season. That's not what it's all about. It's about development of character, personality. See, remember when you guys had your charge books and they told you to go around and, and, and get signatures, right? Yep. The whole purpose, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, some knuckleheads didn't even understand it. Now they want to do is, you know, abuse the hell out of, you know, the, the selectees when they went around. And it was my job to make sure that they were that you guys were always getting something valuable mm-hmm. as you went around. And what you should be doing is learning about who that person is that's doing a signature. Yeah, you might you might be doing some menial task while you're doing that. And that's a part of the aha phenomenon that kicks in maybe about four years after you've been in khakis because, you know, you always rock around with, man, I don't know what that shit was all about. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you got it. That's the aha phenomenon. Yeah. See, yeah, a lot yeah. of people look, oh, he got us over here doing this. But see, what people don't understand is I was one of the biggest contributors financially every CPO Everyone. Absolutely. Yep. And you earn that. And there's a reason why. You know, it, it might have been a menial task, but look at what you're learning. Oh, yeah. You know, and I realized that when I was a young chief, you know, that, you know what? Yeah, it was some, hey, this is some bullshit. Right <laughs> and, and that's the way some people leave it. You, you leave yeah, it there yeah, if you yeah. never take anything yeah. away from it. Yeah. If you don't learn the value of those few weeks that you get. See, because when I made chief, we we really had a season. I well, made yeah, chief. Yeah. Make, what year you make it, John? I, I made chief in '97. Damn, damn. I was you was a GI Joe. I was playing with that motherfucker still. Damn. Hey. <laughs> and, and when when I made chief, we found out in uh, June, late June. Yep. And so by the time the list came out, you, you racking and stacking for. Mm-hmm the whole season until you got pinned September the 16th. September, right. And so what you guys, you, you know, they always say, you know, um, every every class, you know, says that it gets easier at the end. You know, uh, those guys didn't get it. But you know what? What did you give them to get? Right. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Navy, big Navy is always going to try to take the season away. I was looking at a video the other day and, you know, I, I saw, you know, Chiefs now with social media, everybody, you know, the secrets out the bag. Oh, CPO season. We, you know, everybody's donning hats and crying and shit. And, you know, that's not what the season is all about. What See, you crying for another reason. You crying because something happened for you which you should be glad because it is a it's a feat it's Mm -hmm. it's something to be proud of however what you really should be crying about is what it really means when you transition yeah Yeah. because when you shed in that first class there should be something that is happening internally to make you say this is why 
I want to be in khakis. Mm -hmm. Not because I want to tell people what to do. You know, <laughs> I can take longer lunches. You know what I mean? That is a lot of privileges in your past yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people just don't <laughs> get it. You know what I mean? So, so you mean to tell me you're gonna work <clears throat> your butt off as a first class, eighteen hours a day, and then when you make chief, that's your, you know, that's your, right. your that's your career ending point. I'm, I've made it. No, that just says that you know what you are the leading example that's out there in front of everybody still you know beating that same drum beat of success so that you know what somebody's always got something to look up to um if you if you got proteges and you're mentoring people and showing them shortcuts and taking corners then you know what you think you're gonna be leading mm -hmm. i'm doing exactly what you taught me to do yeah. <clears throat> but if you can say I've taught you how to do things to where you don't have to call somebody and spend thousands of dollars to do something, you know what? Then guess what? You've earned, you've learned a trade. Yeah. Uh, you, you've done, look at old Hammonds. What's up? <laughs> go, hey, go dogs, baby. I see hey, old Josh. What's up, Josh? Yeah, oh, hey. and, and see, that's that's what it's all about. You know, I, I follow, you know, <clears throat> all you guys, and I've, I've seen, you know, even, you know, some of the, you know, junior, junior sailors that are in khakis now. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm proud. It's, it's it's their turn. You know what I mean. And that's when yeah. I, you know, that's that's the real, right? You know, joy you get as a leader when you see, you know, a lineage of of folks that are succeeding, you know, uh, based on principles and guidance that you gave them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what it's all about. So when it was CPO season, man. You know, you got time to laugh. You got things that you look back on and you should be smiling, you know. And I look back on everybody's season and I can tell some things, you know. I, I just laugh because, you know, I remember looking at the bitter beer faces when they, <laughs> <laughs> when they over there painting, telling this some bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah. Everybody want to tell them CMC got us over there doing his basement. Well, you yeah. know, you ain't really doing the basement. You doing some old bullshit to help me out. <laughs> I got a party coming up in a couple of months. I need to get ready for that thing. Hey, hey, dude, oh, come on. Man. I need to come and build a pond when I was in Miami, you know. Yep. Yeah. But, but you know, you're going to earn them them dollars yeah. that I'm giving to yeah. make sure that you know it. See, well, on they, the other end of it, when you at the khaki ball and you, yeah. and you, you yeah. wasn't able to do no push-ups and shit, you know, you would you couldn't run that last run. Boy, you out there got your dancing shoes on with your girl <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know yeah, yeah. you're out there kicking it. You know, but right, you I, laugh about stuff like that, man, because, yeah, that son of a bitch wasn't shit during yeah. the season, boy. Look I at think, uh I think they were building that pond for like three years. Oh my God. That, <laughs> but, you, but you know what? That was an every year. That was an every year yeah. project. It was but what I mean that, is, they don't realize that last year the pond got built, but then somehow after the season, the pond went away, and you're like, "Oh, we got this <laughs> pond." The people kill that motherfucker back in. <laughs> you know All what? The other chiefs that never went over was like, "Oh shit, they're still building the pond," and you're like, "Yeah, man, yeah. it's a big project, but just, this a, dirt, just a dirt hole." <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. They never, they couldn't, like, they didn't put two and two together. Like, this oh, is the man. team building aspect of the season for you that you brought people into your home to show them like, Hey, yeah, you're going to come here, but I need you to work together. The only yeah. way to do that is to do what sandbags, rocks, put them together, mm. figure it out, you know, but you know, what's crazy, but Matt, 
but hold on real quick. So, so first thing you said was I welcomed you into my home. Yeah, absolutely. So, so see, here's, here's the first opportunity to learn from your leadership, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I know everybody that came to my house, they got a good meal. Oh yeah, they got some downtime. Even if they didn't like gluten, even if they said they were gluten free. <laughs> hey, damn. Hey, they then were they gluten gonna break a little gluten. They got gluten on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but that's what it's all about, you know. It's yeah. like, okay, I don't want you to come to my house after you know you you get your khakis on and think that you know what. Uh, down is now I'm afforded that opportunity. No, you, you know, it's all about relationships. You know, yeah. you, you, you already in, I, you didn't get nothing special. It's just, you know, it's the things that we do to ensure that the well being of our sailors is there. You know, at that time, I got a chance to get them away from the craziness that was happening all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you you I already know, boy. First year Chiefs, boy. They they walk around, boy, with them new tags still on their cactus. <laughs> All they want to do is get some get back, right? So no, you like know, the exchange. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the aha phenomenon hadn't kicked in yet, so they don't yeah. they don't understand <clears throat> what their their real you know duty is during CPO season, and that's to aid in the, the development. You know, are they talking about? Yeah, you can get on these shoes, get this, you know, get that yeah. uh, spit yeah. shine going, you yeah. know. No, down, lean in position. <laughs> hey, Don, I, 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 when I made chief, I, I remember like my first, that first like fuck week after I, I you know, pinned it on. And I, and I was opposite to y'all. I pinned my shit on on the 17th because I was in Ohio with O, uh, with O Clemente, O, o CJ, and we had to do it with all the fucking reservists. So I was out there with 80 fucking reservists pinning on. But that next week, I, I'll never forget. My ass was riding to work in my truck with my motherfucking big hat on in the truck, bro. I was like, shit, right? And I look over and motherfucking CJ right beside me just like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there I was, bro. I was in the truck, bro. But the hat, the cup, yeah. on, bro. And but I look I over that motherfucker to the red light like this. What? But, oh, but hero, you, 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 you deserved, man. you know, all, I, I tell you what, man. Um, I wish we could have got it done um you know when you were with me um and you you know you got guys that you just you you know you 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 just want them to come up you know under your wing um but cj you know i know you guys did good up there um but you know i tell you um there's nothing like cpo season you know and final night when there's some real substance to it man yep. i tell you the humility piece was, the, hey. was what was what probably i took the because i i came in thinking i i had already arrived right i'm a east i'm a first class i'm running a division i'm i i felt like shit i'm already here so the, mm-hmm. the i think the hardest thing for me was being humble right and 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 remembering like Dude, you didn't get here on your own, right? You didn't. This, you didn't do sh- really. You didn't. And, and I, I, I took that from you guys. You, I mean, golly, Rudy. I, cause I, I'll never forget when I made senior chief because Rudy came in and fucking told me I didn't make it. So I called my wife. And was like, I didn't make it. Then he was like, I'm just fucking kidding. <laughs> so, but when he when I went to his office, he was you know, he, he talked he talked to me again about the season, right? He he brought it back up and was like, you know, you don't you don't think about that's it once you. Once you make chief that that process, it never you'll never do you it never again. Do that again. The next right. time when when I, when you pin on, he was like, "You're you made senior chief." He's like, 
but it ain't, it's cool and it's great and whatever. Right. But now here you go, pin these motherfuckers on, go back to work. You, 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 if you don't take that process seriously, you don't reflect back on it. Even as even being retired, reflecting back and remembering, Hey, what did, what did I learn? Like, what did I take from it? That humility piece has, has, has really stuck with me because I've never been, like a humble type of guy. I've always been alpha type, like fucking no out the way. You know what? But, <laughs> but I do remember, you know, being with you guys. And, and even as a first class, I didn't see it then until I did make chief, right? The, the guidance you were giving me and, and all these chiefs and people were giving me as a first class. I mean, shit, like I should have seen it then, but it is, de- it was definitely was an eye opening experience for fucking sure. So my yeah. question for you would be when you made chief, what was probably your biggest takeaway? I'm sure you got a bunch of them, but what would what would be one of your biggest takeaways that when you made chief back in '97, when all the rest of us motherfuckers was still trying to figure out what to do? Man, with our I was kids, just you know out of saying? boot camp in '97, bro. Man, I'm gonna tell you what I took away from it, man. Um, uh, it was it was bittersweet, man, because see, back then we were still being made to eat stuff, and I, I you know, good, better, and different gluten. You know? Dude, gluten, whatever the hell it was presented <laughs> in front. It, see, see what I what I didn't know then, and I say, you know, you really don't take much away. Well, you shouldn't not your first year, take man. much away from it your first year because you still kind of pissed off. Oh, yeah, you mad. Shit, you know what I mean? Right, um, but see, here's the problem that I have with these modern day chiefs. See, they they got the the big head Bragg syndrome, and you know they want to oh look at the look at the brains on Brad. You know they want to <laughs> tell them all the answers to the quiz. You, you know, but what do you leave for them to learn? You know, right. le- learning is about you know we we talk about forging, and we talking about you know what 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 happens when you forge steel. You know, you got to heat it up. You 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 got to you got to get them elements in there that you're gonna strengthen it so that when you go to use that sword, mm-hmm. it's strong. See, you can't make a strong sword if you cheating. That means that if if you don't challenge your mess, you don't challenge your leaders to learn. If I'm sitting here giving you all the answers to the quiz, then what good are you going to be to me? Mm-hmm. You're going to call me every time you got a problem. Mm-hmm. You're going to call me every time you want to answer. So so the biggest thing that I took away from CPO season was the fact that, you know what, the answers should never be given. They should be earned. Mm-hmm. Just like those anchors you put on your, your collars. They should be earned. And in the process of earning, you know, you have to have a delicate balance between, you know, hum- teaching humility and just being, you know, just straight up uh, ignorant about how you proceeding to, you know, use your power over somebody who's needing your guidance. Um, so, yeah, uh, outside of the Bro, I couldn't use the bathroom for about a week because all the crap we had to eat. <laughs> I mean, you know, you guys are young. You, you, you're old enough to know when you went through shellback, you know, initiation, mm-hmm. how that shit was. And, you know, you, you, yeah, you got to get an idea. You, It's all about, yeah. you know, understanding, you know, humility. And that's the fire. You know, that's. Yeah. You're going to get pissed about some stuff. You know, you walking around as the wall dog. 
on dang on non skid for about you know three or four hours you know you you, you know you, it pisses you off mm -hmm. so you get heated so you know through the humility though there's a lesson in everything that you learn and how you convey that same you know opportunity to develop somebody you know when you have the chance so you know leadership is 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 what you know i take away from cpo season yeah. it's not about you it's about you know again if you if you were humble enough to accept what someone was trying to instill in you because you can't instill something in somebody if it's not repetitious if it's mm -hmm. not redundant if it's not redundancy frequency if i don't you know test you without giving you the answers then you know you what what good are you going to be to that sailor mm -hmm. i would say yeah. this though the only people on this call who are real navy are you and fucking scott i don't know what the fucking shell bag is <laughs> yeah, I, was I, don't know, to pretend. I don't even I know to the cbs see i was in the cbs <laughs> I, I, I was like, when you was talking i was googling non-skin what the fuck is non-skin oh yeah. see now, don't do that. Scary as fuck. you can't make it that bad <laughs> but I tell you what, though, so we're at the point now, Don, we got to pay a couple bills. Yeah, yeah. When we come back, what we're going to do is talk about what you're doing now and see what yes. you're doing to help people out there because I know you've continued that tradition of what you did in when you're out. So we're going to be right back. And he's got to get in the big high tizzle hot seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, real quick before we go pay some bills, shout out to Eric Mindy, shout out to Joshua Hammonds, Daniel Totten. You know, all those who are watching on uh on YouTube and Ted, wherever hey, Ted, else you watch. Ted Schaefer, who just texted me, he can't he can't figure out how to do the comments. Yeah, shouts out to Ted. Everybody who's joining in on the podcast, we appreciate you. Even though we don't see you all the time, we feel you and we know you're here. So everybody who supports us through all of these streams and all these podcasts, we appreciate you. You're live here with the legend, Dom Massey. We're gonna pay a couple of bills and we'll be right back. Y'all don't go nowhere. This is the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. And you're live with your man, Ty, Don Massey, Matt Johnson, and my man, our hero, and your boy, DJ Royalty, a.k.a. Blake being Blake. We'll be right back. Get ready to groove to the electrifying sounds of DJ Royalty, the maestro of mixing who knows how to turn any event into an unforgettable dance sensation. Royalty Entertainment is here to bring you the ultimate musical experience straight from the ones and twos in your ears and through your body to activate them dancing shoes. Get ready to sweat, party, and have a good time while your DJ needs are being blazed by none other than me, DJ Royalty. I have spent years crafting together a DJ entertainment empire that promises a customized blend of musical tracks, mix and mastery, and top quality sound, all while providing a vibrant ambiance to accommodate any of your DJ needs. Royalty Entertainment Services is your premier one-stop shop for top-tier musical entertainment and is hosted by yours truly. For more information, reservations, and booking, feel free to look around the website at GoDJRoyalty.com. I am DJ Royalty, and this has been another Royalty Entertainment production. Yeah. Got Your Six Culture is a veteran-owned t-shirt company that's making a powerful impact, one t-shirt at a time. These guys are simply badass. Whether you're a proud veteran or a family member or a patriot at heart, you're going to find the perfect tee that speaks directly to your soul. But wait, there's more. When you shop at Got Your Six Culture, you're not just supporting veterans, you're supporting American small business. 
You're also supporting the dream of veteran-owned small businesses around the world. And these guys put heart and passion into everything through designing all their T-shirts right here in the USA. Ensure you have top-notch quality in every design that you purchase. Show your appreciation for veterans and first responders today and head over to GotYourSixCulture.com and browse their amazing collection of products. And guess what? Our friends at Got Your Six have a badass treat special for our listeners. Use the code Triple Threat at checkout and get an exclusive 15% discount on your purchase. So show your support for our heroes of country and community. Shop at GotYourSixCulture.com right now. And don't forget to use the code Triple Threat at checkout for an additional 15% off. Hashtag same flag, same oath. So our number one priority is taking care of veterans like you. So just got a couple of uh, bits of paperwork for you to sign. Right? And these? All of this? Oh, yeah, just a few more. And these? Don't you have an easier way to do this whole thing? And these, and we'll be done. Whether you're buying your first home, refinancing an existing mortgage, or trying to lower your monthly payment, Veteran Mortgage Solutions have the resources, knowledge, and experience to help. No down payment required. Easy approval process. Minimum 580 credit score. Competitively low interest rates. Limited closing costs. Don't keep going back and forth proving your income with other providers. Visit VeteranMortgageSolutions.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to Daniel Totten, Army Sergeant First Class recruiter right here in the spring. I forget what they call it, spring region or something, but he just retired. So big shout out to Daniel Totten, Claymore with the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association, uh, Chapter 2329. Thanks for watching, fellas. Yes, sir. Back live, huh? Yep, Are back we live. My man. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> so, Don, so coming back from what we did, we know that, I mean, obviously, the three of us that are on here today, there's a lot of people watching. I mean, I saw somebody in there that said, raise your hand if you've been pulled alongside one time, shipmate. Like, that's just the <laughs> way it was, right? And I tell you <laughs> what, being told to be pulled alongside was like you knew that your mom was telling you, you need to come over here and talk to me yeah. real quick. We <laughs> had a boy. conversation. But I want to know, like, what are you doing now? You know, like, tell us how your transition from being in and making that much of an impact every day and then coming out and having, I mean, and it's, it's the reality, not having that same impact immediately. And then what kind of things have you done to help yourself get back into that realm of feeling like you're making that impact? Because for someone like you, I would argue with anybody on here that that honestly is what makes you tick is helping people and helping them, you know, get better and strive. So Walk us through some of the stuff you're doing now and kind of like your transition and how you've been able to evolve to what you've done today. Hey, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm going to tell you, I, I'll be honest. Um, I, I watched the show last week and I know you had a, a shipmate on there that uh, was going through some stuff and he was a comedian. And it was it was good to hear people, you know, be genuine about their story. And 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 uh, I was really, you know, the thing I, I was happy about about that episode is you know, through all the 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 light humor about it, you know, there was a come alongside shipmate moment there, you know, and I know Scott pulled him alongside and 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 you know he just gave him some some 
good shipmate information and said, hey, you know, if you need some help, reach out. Because a lot of times we don't see when, you know, we we don't necessarily see all the signs when, when folks are, are going through some things. But what we do know is if you've ever spent some time during, you know, the 90s or the 2000s, the early 2000s, mm -hmm. that you, you've been in some crisis situations and, and, and good good sailors don't always or, or soldiers don't always you know talk about those things so you know for me you know my transition out i did 30 years and and i tell this to to people that you know to that that really know me i just needed to decompress man i just i really didn't want to be around people a whole lot so you know i'm kind of you know i'm a i'm a gamer so i you know you know I game online, you know, where I can, you know, be amongst people, but not in amongst people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, that was kind of for me for the, the longest. And, and of course, you know, I, I got into doing a lot of stuff around the house. Um, and, you know, I started a do it, you know, master chief, uh, knows how type page where you know i can upload videos on how to do shit without having to go out and pay somebody to do it so my goal is always to you know give people knowledge you you know what i mean uh there's things that people are kind of afraid to to venture out on because they don't you know know where to start mm -hmm. so that was that's kind of my whole thing behind that so what I found out real quick was, you know, without a production staff and you doing all this stuff on your own, you really got to <laughs> become, you know, knowledgeable about a lot of stuff, you know, and I mm -hmm. built computers all my life, but, you know, editing, you know, uh, um, podcast or, or videos that you want to upload, you know, for the world to see, you know, that's a whole different ball game. So I've yeah. been, you know, teaching myself that along with still being busy and doing things that I could capture that I could probably show people how to, you know, do things around their own dwelling or if they want to start a business, you know, if that's what you, you plan to do. Don, um, can you share that? If, if you have a link for that, can you share that with us so we can, we can start sharing it on our page as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get um, us that link, brother. It's, it's called how to with master chief. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm wrapping up a lot of videos kind of got stockpiled so now that i've got into the um the editing portion then i'm going to start you know firing those off so you might see some in rapid uh succession just because you know they was done previously so now the editing has been done so now they get yeah. up mm -hmm. the so you're doing a related you created a whole show on redoing all the stuff you asked people to do for many years during a season so it could be done right <laughs> well, well to my to my credit you know i didn't ever push people beyond the limits that i thought they were capable of. <laughs> you asked hey i see you yeah. i see the picture with scott's ass doing some tool work in the back yeah. you know, whoever hey. he fixed hey. he thought i had to redo hey he scott goes to work man i ain't gonna hey. lie now he, he, he wasn't as see? polished as he is now but you know he a cop me and say, hey man, I just hung this TV up yeah. on the back patio, you know, and I, and I just smile because you know what, you learn something. Oh yes, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's what it's all about. You you can't be afraid <clears throat> to step out there and do stuff, man. Um, but I'm doing that. I'm 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 starting the podcast. Uh, like I said, I want to, 
you know, I'm, I'm be working with, you know, some of the other leaders that, you know, I work with um, and I'll be reaching out to a lot of folks, but I'm going to be working, you know, that and I want to get into some mentorship and development mm-hmm. and 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 maybe a little bit of consulting. But, you know, me and my boy, uh, D. Wayne Rosser, a lot of you guys know. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, you just, you know, sometimes when you, 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 uh, get relationships that, you know, you, you can have a, uh, a Batman arriving where you, you know, what's the old phrase, iron sharpens iron, you know, when you get folks that, you know, um, can push you to, to, you know, um, go beyond what, you know, you, you, your realizations are, you know, and you can push each other. You know, it's always good to harness that kind of talent. And that's, you know, some things we've done. You know, Rudy, Rudy, I'm going to bring Rudy in some kind of way. You know, Rudy's yeah. real low key, <laughs> hey, man. He don't want to work. He just goes to, he goes to the gym. I asked him, well, he's like, that's all I do. So, hey, you know, I was going to ask you, you've always been a cocky as a motherfucker, too, all scary ass. <laughs> are you Are you still go, Are you still doing your thing in the weight room? Man, you know what, bro? I, I still get in the gym, but, you know, I've been sidelined for the last few months. Yeah, and, I, you know, I've had some medical issues that I've been dealing with, man, and, um, Without, you know, yeah. trying to get a sob story in there. But, you know, sometimes you have to realize your limitations. And man, I ain't no young spring no more, chicken, bro. man. But I ain't no punk either, though. Hey, I know. hey no. Donna. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, up here in North Dakota, I went to the little gym here. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do a little better. And I got in that motherfucker, some young bucks. And I was like, oh, I'm about to fucking... I'm about to show up, so I, I I decided I'm gonna do I'm gonna try 250 again. It's been a while, bro. The next morning, my motherfucking shoulder, my elbow. I, hey, I was hurting all night just trying Don't to. Do it. Hey, I'm not going over. Hey, hey I ain't going over 225 we, we, no more. We all, you know, get to a point where we in the gym yeah. and we get comfortable again you know yeah and then we get see but it, you know you get them friendly reminders that you know don't <laughs> yeah. get too don't get too comfortable yeah, don't get too comfortable because i'm gonna tell you i had the same thing happen you know to me hero and i ain't gonna lie bro i was damn near grown man cry type stuff yes this, is, for this sure. was like back mm-hmm. in april man and i'm gonna tell you i but i was going to physical therapy bro and hey what's up eric hey uh but i was going to physical therapy man and got you know treated for it and avoided surgery but you know i've had probably five surgeries since yeah my I shoulder yeah, mm-hmm. shoulder surgeries you yeah. know that shit takes a toll bro and uh but i say that to say that you know we 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 have to you know your health is your wealth and you you realize that you know at long after you you know you've you've done your service for your country because here's the reality man and i, I hate to say this but you know at you know, it's it's one thing when you're wearing that uniform and we all want to work ourselves to a point where we can get out of that uniform and be proud of what we've done. But at the end of the day, all you get is thanks for your service. Bro. Yeah. And and that's just the yeah. facts, man. And a little, um, little baby VA check, a little baby retirement. Yeah. Bro. And so, you know, again, my point, my, my whole premise is this, man. And I know you guys are doing the same thing, you know, and all of you guys are recruiters. So, you know. We do a great job of of showing people how to get in, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But do you how really to get out. Do, a, do you do a good job of getting people ready to get for out. you know what's to come? Because I ain't gonna lie, man. I went to the dentist 
after I retired, bro, and I had to write a check for twenty five hundred dollars on the spot. You know, hey man, can I, you know, break you off a little bit later on? <laughs> no, no, hey, let me get that. And how Run do you want to pay for that? Is that right. cash or car? You know, hey, y'all take post dated checks and wig <laughs> check. I got a I got a wig check in the car. Y'all yeah. want this motherfucker? I'll Can get, I get I'll a military go. discount, bro? <laughs> I mean, you spend thirty years getting your teeth cleaned. <clears throat> you want to? You get you know root canals and fillings and all caps shit. and all that good stuff, man. But hey, that that dental insurance ain't no joke, man. Yeah. And the, and the one we get in retirement sucks. I, I thank God that the company I work for, the medical, the dental insurance is so much better than the one I, what I got. I'm, yeah. I use my company insurance. Fuck, company that, fuck yeah. that TRICARE bullshit. They're trying to kill yeah. me. Yeah. So, so I mean, so but, you know, to my point is, is the, okay, how can we, you know, how can we, as again, veteran retirees, utilize our our knowledge once again to help those that are coming behind us uh it's always it's always about paying it forward if we can yeah. if we can help somebody else out you know and, and i still get a lot of phone calls man i you've got spouses that you know don't quite understand you know uh how you know <clears throat> retired you know benefits work you know so um i think it's a lot that you know i i've i've had my downtime and you know now it's like okay god has blessed me to to have you know knowledge um and to be able to you know go through adversities of you know as i've retired and surgeries and and still you know be able to you know have my faculties to you know so what am i going to do with them i'm a you know it's it's all about you know, paying it forward, giving it back, you know, yeah. you, you know, not to be somebody that, you know, thinks that they know it all or, you know, it's all about, you know, I've always been one that, you know, you come to me, I'll, I'll give you what you need, but mm -hmm. I don't need to be soliciting my, you know, advice on you, but mm -hmm. I certainly, you know, if there's a platform to where we can engage, you know, and have conversations that'll help somebody out you know absolutely that's what we all should be thriving you know striving yeah. for <clears throat> well you know you mentioned that you was a gamer and i know this firsthand so i'm just gonna <laughs> tell people out there right now if you play if you play call of duty with master chief and he happened to kill you or you he happened to pick you up just know that 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 pretty little gun you got, you ain't getting that back. Oh, he takes all your shit. Charge that shit to the game. That shit's gone. Yeah, he, hey, he's from Indiana. Hey, hey, listen, he gonna tell you. Hey, man, I gave you your life back. You still crying about that goddamn gun? Hey, man, keep it moving, big dog. Come on, let go. Come alongside, but you gotta figure it out. Hey, take this gun. Is that that gun you got right there? Hey, bro, run that. So that's one, two. I still, you know, when I when I got out uh, after I made Chief, I still went by Master Chief House to go help him do work at the house, man. Only because <laughs> I enjoyed that mentorship and I learned so much. I was learning every day. So he'll tell you, man. I used to go back, you know, and I bring my boys and they be out there, they be out there running around in the yard. <laughs> One time, man, my son Donovan was out there and he was standing in the ant pile, man. Oh, oh man, so, oh, he had ants all over. Oh man, we, man, we got some stories to tell, man. Oh, my God. Poor hey, little yeah. fella, man. Yeah. At least yeah. he oh, helped my. you out. At least Don helped you out because he didn't save me from Ross's ass. <laughs> but Ross <laughs> called me in Noonan, Georgia one time, and 
I thought the phone. I thought we just got disconnected. Like he called yeah. me, chew my fucking ass. Like you know, yeah. Ross, you know, Rosser. Rosser gave me the business, and then yes, didn't sir. didn't say bye. Just I, I was like, hello, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, So I called. I was stupid as hell and called back, and this motherfucker said, "Uh, what do you want?" I was like, oh, I, "I thought maybe we got disconnected. I thought maybe we got disconnected." He was like. No, motherfucker, but if you want to come to, you want to, come to ditch you and talk about it, first, I was like, yeah. I'm good. And I'm thinking, I What's know so Dom was probably in the office right next door and heard all this shit, didn't save yeah. me. I was like, oh, all right. Hung up on my ass yeah. again. Hey, bro, hey, you, know, you, you know why I didn't didn't save you, man? Let me tell you something. And, and that's, why, <laughs> you, man, that's why me and Dwayne are such good friends to this day, man. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, bro, and, and I talked about my DRBs earlier. And, and if you ever been to my DRBs, they were loud and intentional. Oh yeah. And and everybody in the building heard my DRBs, and it was for a reason. Because yeah. I didn't want them. I, I didn't want the next sailor to think that they, you know, was gonna do something to come back in there or or come to my DRBs. But I got that from a. I had a uh, when I was in Keflavik, I had a uh, Puerto Rican master chief. His name was Joshua Rocker, man. And I learned that from him, and and he never said why he did that. But you know, if if you if you're a chief and you understand, you know, tactics, then you know why people do something. And it's a, it's called a pointed barb. That's what mm -hmm. it's yeah. called. It's a pointed barb. And I always, you know, I I looked at the way he did that. But the more compelling thing that he did or didn't do was send him up to the skipper to do yeah. the mess's job. Mm -hmm. And that's what Rosser was doing when oh, he was yeah. when he was when he was yeah. up in there, boy. He was he was yeah. doing a job that you know needed to be done. Yeah. You still survived it. Yep. And, and you, you know got, what? One, yeah. one thing about that dude is big Rosser, as big as he was, his heart was just as big. That dude, oh, yeah. he, he, oh, yeah. he, was, he never he never missed an opportunity to to once he done crushed you like your soul, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, he brought yeah. you back up. I don't know if you remember uh, Street. Remember Street? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Daniel's in the building. Hey, yeah. so hey, I want to give him a big shout out. So I had Daniel Street, and he was one of my young recruiters. He was an MM3 in Noonan, Georgia. And when I say, yeah. like, he's – you think about College Park, that motherfucking College Park, bro. Yeah. He was in the office calling calling moms shoddy and, like – Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, this motherfucker, bro. Hey, he's and now – <laughs> this dude is, is, is crushing the game. Probably He'll probably put on that second star. He's a damn senior chief. And I remember the yeah. day he made second class. He 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 didn't make it the first time. I let him go home. He was upset. Went home. The next cycle, he couldn't even look at it. He turned the computer and was like, hey, Al, could you read this? And I was like, yeah, bro, you made it. And you would have thought this dude hit the lottery. But oh, I yeah. remember Young Street, bro. And I was like, bro, you got to. Got to tell him, you can't call these ladies shoddy yeah. and what up, ma? You can't. You gotta fucking <laughs> hey. slow down, College Park. <laughs> that's who. He, that's who he is. And you know what? While you talk about my man, Big Daniel Street, <clears> I, <throat> I watch. You know, since I, I look on Facebook to see how he motivates and has them sailors working for him, yep. man, because he believes and he's down for them people. But again, it goes to the leadership. And you know, people are watching, B. People watching. I see you, man. I look for them videos, but the way that you praise your people for the yep. work that they put in every day, I know they appreciate that, man. We love to see it. I'm happy you made it. You right where you need to be. Oh, bro, that dude. Yes, I, sir. I, I just I, I look at I, I watch his videos too because I, I I'm not gonna throw you out there, Dan. But I'm gonna tell you this street. I know for a fact <laughs> that some of them them little, little classroom presentations you did. I know where you got them motherfuckers yeah, from, bro. Yeah. 
I know where you got. I know where you got that from, yeah. bro. <laughs> classroom presentations are my junk, but I go in there and I break it down with them classroom presentations, man. Yeah, but hey. what's what's weird though, real quick, is he put a comment in there earlier that said when Don was talking about he had the loudest DRBs in the building that you can't do that no more. Street, that just wasn't no more. Like you weren't supposed to do that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to command and I was in DRB going crazy. Yeah. And the CMC was like, hey, hold on, come here real quick. Like you can't, you can't do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? We got to send a message. And he was like, no, not here. I was like, oh, what just happened? Like we're not What's supposed it? to be loud like that? Yeah. Well, no, no, see, now you got me in trouble. No, no, no. I didn't get you. <laughs> see, I learned a long time ago, man. Here, and, yeah. and you know, to that very mm -hmm. point, can you not do it? Oh no, you could. I didn't listen I, very good. Well, here's the thing: it is are you saying things that are derogatory, or are you never. just being vocal? Yeah, you can't never. tell me that I can't be vocal. Now, see, now yeah. if you being derogatory towards somebody yep. and you cussing them out, see, you you got to know how to play the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and see, well, the see, problem that's what is, I learned from you though. Yeah, I learned from you. Yeah, make you your point know how to loud, play the game. but don't. Don't like pointedly talk to somebody. Don't attack them personally. Don't like, don't make it personal. You need mm -hmm. to make it about what they did and what the situation is. You got to fact find. So when I'm being loud, like it was, it was amazing to hear like, what's wrong with this guy? I'm like, <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Like, what are yeah. we doing in here? Are we going to high five him on the way out too? Or what are we doing? Hey, I, don't, I, don't, I, I didn't go to, and Don never took me to DRB, so I didn't have to worry about it. But I, I remember back in the day, <laughs> you would have, I was, I was in a DRB in the schoolhouse and I watched Rudy make a dude call his wife <laughs> yeah. old like you, you, you're gonna bro. call your mama and your wife i was yep. like oh shit bro that's, that's I, what we that's what we did that's classic dumb but that's what we did man yeah hey call, I, call I, your mama oh, i had shit. a i had a dude call his wife and tell him tell her that he wasn't coming home because he was going to restriction up in oh, jacksonville sweet baby mm -hmm. hey you, no, no, no. You pick tell her like phone, it to your ear. You, you tell her why you ain't coming home. Right. Because you over there. Oh, man, I could tell you. I ain't going to get into it, but I could tell you about some DRB. <laughs> but, but I want to make one point. I want to make one point because what Street said. See, here's I learned this from a master chief, a retired master chief years ago. And, you know, it was because master chiefs in those leadership positions were starting to change. You know, that, and, and he said to me, you know, you guys see we fought hard to get power you guys are gonna give it back and see that's what i talk about when it comes to self-preservation see you ain't you, if you gotta if you gotta walk around on eggshells and you can't have a conversation with your skipper and y'all don't have the relationship to, to understand that it's my job it's my job to ensure the sailors you know, develop. It's not the yep. skipper's job. That's my right. job. Yeah. So how I do it, you need to understand how that works. See, because what we can be doing is sitting up here processing people out of the Navy, and then eventually they're going to look at you and say, well, what's going on down there, mm -hmm. Skip? Yep. So so here's the thing. When 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 Master Chief, well, Mech Pond Black became the first Master Chief Petty Officer of the Navy, think about what he had to endure. See, he didn't have no 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 chevrons. He didn't. It wasn't no identification of what that position meant. But if he'd have failed, guess what? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody would have said, "Go on back." You know, we don't need yep. your kind. But see, he took it on the chin, 
And even in a in an environment where he didn't he wasn't accepted or wanted nonetheless, he excelled, he thrived, and he developed the messes to have a power base. But again, you lose power when you're not doing your job. You lose yeah. power. You lose power when you don't tell it like it is. Yep. Uh, and that's the job of the mess, man. And and especially, especially if you get you know promoted to master chief, you 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 and you you got a great responsibility, and it's your job. It's your job to manage that effectively. Yep. yep. So if I can save sailors like I was saved then you know what i've done something significant that helps somebody else out yep so well check this out well i appreciate you man because this we could be we could be here for three days talking with you man there's there's so much wisdom floating across here we can go all day <laughs> but you're not getting out of here without getting in the hot seat i know you're trying to you're trying to long talk so you don't have to deal with it but we gonna get to oh, that so I, I, I gave you a forewarning that it was gonna go ty got something that he's got to ask from you because he needs he, he needs to know with your five, and I'm gonna give you time to wrap wrap your mind around that before I hit you with my ten, and then we're gonna mm. talk some sports. But Ty, you know, hey, hey, but you know what? Before we do that, Massive, is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to? Anything like that? that you, you know, you pass I, I'm I'm gonna, you know, all of. I just want to say again, man, I'm I'm extremely proud of all of you guys, but I'm extremely proud of, you know the lineage of sailors that you look at street. I mean, look at, <laughs> yeah. look at, look at Custo, you, yeah, you know, yeah. you, yep. you, I mean, think about it. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pull my proud card for a minute. Mm -hmm. When you think about the last two national chief recruits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. where they, they come from? Me, big dog. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Hey, and and I'm a, I'm extremely proud of them. And you know, again, you know, as I always said, there's always more than one way to to get to an intended end result. And and if you're a good leader, then you understand and recognize it's always it's not always about you and the way you want it done, but your ability to empower other people to do the do something that could change the way that you even look or approach mm -hmm. things. So. Yeah. So bring it on, Ty. Let's get it, man. I know y'all got to go ahead, Ty. Hit him up. This thing up. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. So I'm, I'm not going to do the complete top five, but what I'd like to know is who is your favorite MC of all time, and then I want you to tell me who is the best MC of all time. Like my favorite may be different from who I actually know is the best. So who is your favorite MC of man, all time? Uh... Who's the best? I'm gonna tell you, bro. Um, <laughs> Ty going easy. Ty, don't let me. Don't you can't be going soft. Hey, but Ty, here's, here's what I'm gonna say. I don't even think that's easy. Like, that, that's kind of harder because you, you gotta say who your favorite that? is. Yeah, you know, man, that's I'm, a tough one. I, man, I'm gonna tell you. I've changed my favorite <laughs> over the years, and I and y'all know y'all have too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but I'm gonna tell you. Right now, there's, we'll there's right one now. that will always, no matter what you put on, is gonna give you one of these, and that's Tupac, bro. Hey, you know you can't you can't bet against can't you bet know against Pac. That. Pac been dead what 27 years? A couple of days ago. Yeah, I gotta and, scratch this one out. I got He already answered that. I'm gonna pick another one. <laughs> and 
And I'm going to tell you, bro, and to my, to my chagrin, you know, um, and I don't, I don't think he is my, one of my top now. That's just because, you know, the slant that he's gone toward, but I'm going to tell you, Jay was, <laughs> Hey man, when I was coming up, boy, Jay was, 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 was a lyrical, you know, assassin. Yep. Um, but he wouldn't be an assassin if it wasn't for Scarface. You know, I Face was was one of the first to really just, you know, spit just straight game. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, when I want, you know, when I when I go back and drop the top sometimes it take me back a few years, I can always put on something face and just, you know, get my ride on. Smile, gotta be top greatest songs ever. Bro, I'm gonna tell you, um, Lil Wayne, Weezy's a beast. Um, but I I would be remiss if I didn't say um, King Ape. That's my son, man, Dominique Massey. That boy's okay. A beast. Okay, oh, there you okay. go. You you, you right, can, go ahead and do it. You yeah. you yeah. you can find him on Apple, man. Yeah. He's, okay. he's yeah, he's a he's yeah. a bad boy, man, okay. and um. Uh, I, I just, you know, uh, wish y'all the best for him as he's as he's doing his thing, you know, because the, the the industry can be a can be a wicked place, man. And yeah. you know, um, I just, you know, for all of those guys that are out there still doing it, man, I, I hope you do it with integrity uh, and, and not lose who you are at the core, you know, as you you searching for that success. But but yeah, man, that's that's a that's a that's a tough. That's a tough question, man. It's a tough question for sure. All right. All right. We got that. We got that. All right. So let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get to this hot seat. Before I do that, shout out to my man, Todd Trueblood, that's in the building watching. You know, I, I got to give a shout out to my man, you know. All right. So this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Go ahead, and, <clears throat> go ahead and hit me with the side by side. You know what I mean? I need, I need to see the expressions on his face. When I, right here. I need to see what well, the first one, he, he already had an answer, you know. I was gonna ask him who was his favorite between Tupac and DMX, but based on your thing, if you had to go Tupac or DMX, where you going? You want to get choose Bro, one, and hey. if you don't, if you don't choose, we are gonna do the drink champs thing. We're gonna have to take a shot if you can't choose. Oh man, you know what? I didn't. Oh, bro, that's. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with the I'm gonna hit you with the best shot. You know what I mean? All that shit you did to me during season, we got you got to get there. Oh man, I ain't gonna lie, man. Um, X was on a X was mm. different, bro. He was different. But uh, if I had to, if I had to, if I had to choose though, man, I'm still going with Pop though, bro. All right, all right, Tupac, we got it. All right, so next one, Dave Chappelle. Cat Williams. Oh. Bro, early Chappelle, I would say no, because Cat Williams is just <laughs> funny as hell, man. But, yeah. But I see the genius in, in, in Chappelle's comedy, mm-hmm. bro, and he's the GOAT right now, man. So I'm okay. going to go with Chappelle on that one. Okay. All That's right. a good question, too. I know this is going to make some people upset or not. LeBron James, Michael Jordan. <clears throat> You said that with a straight face. With a straight face. And you already know where I'm going. Where you going? MJ, bro. Oh, okay. my goodness. Okay. All day. 
Shouts out to my sister, Red. What's going on, Red? I see you in the building. All right. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm going to tell you. And, um... Booty for booty, cutie for cutie. However you want to do it. Oh, you you talking about the music or I, just... However you want to just... do it. Hey, one of them got to go. Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion. I'm oh man, it's, I'm in the A, bro. You gonna put the Cardi B out on the streets, but Megan is, you know, yeah. I'm gonna keep that H H Town vibe going, okay. man. Okay. All right. Would you rather watch the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals? Super Bowl. All right. Now you know is yeah. Of late, you know, I don't even think I've watched the NBA finals in, in some time. So, yeah, because Jordan went in there, I got it. You hating on LeBron, it's okay. No, no, I, LeBron sorry, wasn't sorry. even in the championship last, it's okay, you know, okay. few years, man. I mean, I like LeBron as a, as a, as a, yeah, yeah, that's what as they say, yeah, yeah, icon, but you know, hey, if I had to, you know, yeah, if I, if I wanted a, a ring, well, you know, who you gonna get if you want a ring. <laughs> But Scotty Pippen don't come with him, man. So you ain't gonna get that. Man, you can have Scotty's car, right. baby. Right. Excuse me, Scotty. Next, go next question. We're gonna yeah. go. We're gonna go to the next one. Xbox, PlayStation. <sighs> you know, I just transitioned back to PlayStation. You know, I played PlayStation for a long time. Um, but the only reason I say Xbox is because all my friends are still on the Xbox. So, so you going to Xbox? I, I can always go Xbox. Yeah, my man, my man. Good one, good one. All right. Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. Damn, bro. Who the hell you got writing up these questions? Oh, that's me. That's me. This, this is me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, I wrote these myself. Things that keep me up at night. I, I'm going to go vintage Muhammad Ali because George Foreman was Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson. And Ali found a way to be great and and beat him when it you know mattered. So I, I ain't gonna never put you know go against somebody who's you know just got the heart of a lion. Okay. Retire life or active duty? Uh, I, I'm gonna say retired life. Okay. Young Massey, current Massey. Oh, current all day, man. I did some stupid ass shit when I was young. Okay. And I'm just happy that I survived it. Uh, uh quite honestly, man. And and again, that wasn't that wasn't me. It, it was truly, you know, blessed to have people that was in my path as a as a young sailor that probably put, you know, a lot on the line in order to salvage me when I didn't need to be salvaged. So yeah, my definitely. Man. Okay, so uh, I'm 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 gonna save this. I'm a, this is a bonus question. I'm gonna come back to this. Prince Michael Jackson. Boy, you need to get some sleep, bro. You... <laughs> we almost done. <laughs> we almost done. I, I didn't know. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna go M. Uh, Michael Jackson, man. He from Gary, man. Yeah, Andy right. boy. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Whoa, man! I just, you know, I just heard 
M whacked somebody the other day on mm -hmm. He just straight up filleted him, bro. And just dude, I ain't I ain't betting against him either, man. And I've had that argument a lot of times, but against Kendrick Lamar, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him in the M. Got you. Now for the bonus question, it's the last one, and you got the hot seat. Is it more important to move on or ask for forgiveness? Uh well, you know, that ask for forgiveness thing was a lot with me, you know, because I made some hard decisions that just needed to be made and and it wasn't always favorable. So, you know, um, I ask for forgiveness if I can live with it, you know, morally. So, yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I had to go against leadership because sailors were, you know, in a bad position and and because somebody chose to use a political, you know, aspect uh, to prevent someone from getting the care that they needed, you know, I've had to do what I needed to do in order to say, you know what, at the end of the day, I can sleep good at night knowing that, you know what, we had to do, you know, put eyes on something or, or make a judgment call that wasn't, you know, what somebody else up above me wanted so yeah certainly you know better to ask for forgiveness than you know to move on because if you move on then what does that say about character there you go my man well you made it out the hot seat you answered all the questions i knew the big dog can do it i know that kind of tough, <laughs> but i know that you can do it man hey big dog man again we appreciate you man you, you coming out here man was it, it was very important for me to have you come here as, as my first guest that I picked, you was my first choice. You always been my big dog. You're well respected. People love you all around the world. And we just want to give you this moment to give you your flowers, man, while you're still here. Uh, uh, we love you, bro. I love you, man, from here. Daniel Street. Up, yeah, all everybody who came in, it is what it is, man. This is a triple threat, triple threat vet podcast, but we're not done because our hero is not getting out the hot seat. Damn. You got to talk about them damn CU Buffalo. Man, he ain't getting away. From it. <laughs> hey, man. hey, I'm. I cannot. I'm sorry. I, John said it just now. I'm gonna apologize now. Nope, I'm sorry. No, you I can't bet, apologize. I, I, you can't. I, I, I bet against him. You know, I'm. A, I'm gonna stick with my guns though. Fuck Dion. I'm gonna have my. <laughs> you know, and the state of Colorado, all that, the whole state. <laughs> Fuck them mountains. No, sir. You're not gonna get away with it, buddy. You're not gonna hey. get away with it. Oh, yeah. Man. So yeah, we're gonna get there. But yeah, so Matt, uh, Don, you can stay with us with it if you, as we talk through this sports thing, if you want. Cause we, you know, we we love to have you. Hey, I'm here, man. I ain't I got, got nothing else to do. But our hero got to get this work. And we got to talk about last <sighs> yeah. week. Yeah, he thought he was gonna get away. Yeah. No, you're not gonna get away. Absolutely. Damn. So I just saw Ty pop it on the screen. So we've been talking about it for, <clears throat> I don't know, ever since we started. We had a, a, a golf tournament go down on September the 11th. Uh, put on by the, the the team at Got Your Six Culture to benefit the Project Zero Alliance. Uh, we're still counting the money, but uh, we're going to be able to give them a sizable donation. We had 21 teams come out. Uh, our man DJ Realty, I, I think that, Scott, I'm going to tell you right now, that I didn't hear one person not say that they absolutely loved teeing off to their favorite song <laughs> during the golf tournament. Like, yeah, they was sure. dancing. Yeah. We had one dude had walk time. up and happy Gilmore to ball. Like, they yeah. – I mean, everybody came out and had a great time. Uh, we just appreciate – if you're watching right now and you are a sponsor or you are a player 
or you volunteered to help us. Ty, you were there. I was there. Uh, Scott was there. Al had to go to North Dakota, but we still brought him with us, his big-ass head, though. Uh, but everybody that came, we appreciate everything you did, and we're going to be able to give them um, – a sizable donation to help them get more counseling for veterans and first responders. So we, I just want to tell everybody, thank you. We just appreciate it. Hey Matt, but this is the thing, man, you know what, bro? I, and I'm going to tell you the reason why I don't mind doing anything with you is because you put so much shit into everything that you do to make a great event. Shouts out to Becky. Becky's right there with you. Yeah. Ty, my man, Ty. I mean, just, just the, the way that you're able to bring people together and pull off something like that was amazing, bro. And I'm going to tell you, man, you got to give yourself some love because you you did the work, man. You were up early in the morning. You did it. You you had an event. I know there were times that we talked and you were a little stressed out about it. Like, I got to yeah. get golfers. I got to – but you pulled it through all the, like you did. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. I, I knew you was going to do it, man. And, and anything I could do to help out or be a part of it, I was with you, brother. But you, you – you, sir, you, you, Becky, <laughs> you, Ty, you guys put that thing off, man. I just was there just, just to kind of help put yeah. some ice on the cake to make it fun, man. But shouts out to you, man, for putting man, we, that thing off. It was great. We appreciate it, bro. I'm gonna tell you what, though, I was I was I was saving that part for the last though. Like we may have done a great job, but I do want to recognize Becky, my oh, wife, yeah. right now, because I'm gonna tell you right now, I bet She's you so there hot. was probably 10 times where she wanted to punch me in the face because it's oh, yeah. stressful. But uh, I just, you know, she's she's with our daughter in Cleveland right now. They're hanging out, and uh, she's getting to spend some time with her up there. But I just want to say I, I appreciate everything you did for me, Becky, and you helped us make it a great event too. And you know, that's the, the, the that's my rock and everything. And so, yeah, if you absolutely. guys want to know why I do things the way I do it, I I just have have a great support system. So I mean, it was a good Becky's time. She definitely oh, married yeah. down. You married way the fuck bro. bro. Like, she, married, that out. She, she probably thinks that shit every day. She's like, look, <laughs> Becky's an EP and I'm an SP when it comes to marriage. I let this motherfucker <laughs> touch me naked. I let him, I let him touch me. Ugh. <laughs> I love you, Becky. Yes, yeah. We love you too, Becky. All right, Ty, bring it up, man. Put the put it up there. Yeah, let me uh, let me tell something about this here. Uh, Kyle okay. Shudik is uh, with the Project Zero. He's been on the show a couple times. So w I've talked to him this week, and he's telling me that you know he needs veterans to come to these uh, outdoor adventures, needs veterans to come to the shark fishing. But most of all, he just wants people to get involved with his organization. All you have to do is be a veteran, contact Kyle Shudik at the Project Zero, and he's going to send you on some of these uh, shark uh, uh, I think they do beach shark fishing. Then yeah, they do overlanding and jeeps, or or first responders. He also is oh yeah yeah. Response. I'm sorry, I, I, first responders as well. Because I'm gonna let Matt wax poetic about this for just a second because he's got a really good take about first responders. Oh well, I mean, so <laughs> the reason why we like working with Project Zero from a Got Your Six culture perspective is because. Forever, Becky and I were looking for charities that we wanted to work with or, or nonprofits, and we wanted to give back, right? So, like, when we were talking with Don in, in the beginning, it was like, hey, purpose, you got to have purpose. Where did you get your purpose, right? You learn for so long to give back to people. When you come out uh, and you don't have that purpose, it's hard. And so, for us, it's – we love working with these dudes, man, because – they give back to veterans and first responders. First responders are the guys that do the same thing that we did in the military overseas, but they do it here at home every day. So if you want to know why your house doesn't burn down, a firefighter's there for you. You want to know why you're safe, law enforcement's there for you. You want to know why everybody gets to you on time, you got a dispatcher. So all these community heroes that we have, 
they go through a lot of stuff too. And, and I just love that Project Zero has them at such a high importance as they do veterans because we all, if you see my background right now and you see it in our show all the time, whether you were in the military or you're a first responder, we all took an oath to protect country or community. In either way, that keeps America free, and that's what we're all about. And that's why we did this golf tournament. That's why I'm glad we got to give them a lot of money. And it was just – it's it's always awesome. great to see it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Shouts out for that, man. All right, here it is. Here it oh, is. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, so uh, last week, of course, uh, Colorado whooped that ass on Nebraska. Say that again. Uh, I wouldn't say whoop that ass. Uh, Come on, man. You put up 30 30 points on Nebraska. Congratulations. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold up, hold up there, Al. All I'm going to say is that Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes come out and handle business against Nebraska. That's all we need to say. I picked, but listen, I picked last, them to win. Look, I picked no, them to win. Yeah, you picked them to win, but this is the thing, man. You contradict yourself, bro. Last time you said that Colorado had no defense. Oh, look at TCU put up 40-something points. Now this year, you're, what's the excuse? They played defense. Hey, they could, that's what Nebraska you said, Al. You said they got no defense. But, but check yeah. this out. You put up 35. But check this out, Ty. This is one thing for sure. Nebraska's defense was really good. Their defense was good, bro. You cannot even – you can't say – Nebraska's defense was trash. Nebraska's defense was – their for, defense was good. For, for the Pac-12, that baby conference, they are good. I, oh. I give you credit. For that, <laughs> okay. Pac, for that Pac-12 bullshit, Hey, they you are know good. what? You know what I got to do? I got to do him like Tolliver did Roy Jones. <laughs> Next week, I'm like, what's your excuse today, Roy? You got an excuse today, Roy? <laughs> Next week, it's going to be the same thing. Deion <laughs> Sanders got them boys in Colorado running on all cylinders. He said he was going to do it. When has Deion Sanders ever told you that he was going to do something that he didn't? Come on, man. You just got to – not knocking Deion. I told you I just that need the you to believe. Go. But you told me that they I weren't believe. going to win five I'm, games. They've well, already I won mean, two. I'm going to be buying y'all bottles. I've already bought y'all's bottles. Okay. I guess I just got to get these fucking shipping labels. <laughs> I got everybody a bottle, motherfucker. I got to get the shipping labels, okay? I, I can admit when I was wrong. Okay. I fucking wrong, okay? All right. All right. I'm just saying. I bought all y'all fancy bottles of liquor, and I filled that bitch up with Jack Daniels. I'm going to send it y'all. Okay? <laughs> right, so, so real quick, uh, so Colorado's got Colorado State coming up this this week, and yep. the Colorado State coach is actually, like, clapped back a little bit at Dion for, like, wearing the shades during interviews. And the Colorado State coach said, uh, and I forget his name at this point, but he said, you know, when I talk to grownups, I take my shades and my hat off. Well, he's going to talk to some grown-ups Saturday. He's going to talk to some grown-ups Saturday for sure. So I, that's what I was saying. As soon as as soon as Dion heard that, you know that he's going to use that in the locker room. And he's going to make it a speech, and this game's going to be personal too. It's gonna the be whole team's going to come out wearing shades and that ass. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, the, the, so Colorado's playing Colorado State. That's going to be a good game, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Everybody tune into that. All right, so last week – yeah, um, I, I picked wrong on that Miami one. You fucked so up. I, w- yep. I went with you, and I should have. And I should have went with the, my my hometown, my Florida boys. And I but did. I won it. But I won every other game though. So did I. Yeah, yeah me too. One. Me too. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that the other game. So yeah, but wait, looks, Ty, looks did like you go undefeated through. last week? Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I'm on Get spotlight. So uh, <laughs> that's why that Pardon the interruption. You know. <laughs> um, y'all went three and one. I went four and zero, oh, and you know there's something to be said about that. Four and zero. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I'll give it to you, Ty. You know your stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? You know your stuff. You're a sports guy. I, I'll give it to you. I, I did not see. Miami. I get all my picks from John Clemens and Mike Dennis from Jacksonville, Florida. I got you. Okay. There you oh, go. so you're cheating? 
Hey, so so my, real quick, Master Chief, what is your thoughts on Deion Sanders, man? Talk to me a little bit from from a from a big dog leadership perspective. And you know this 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 right here, what's happening with CU is about leadership. Absolutely. It is about mentorship. Deion Sanders say, if you bring me your boys to see you, I'm gonna bring them back to you, men. And that's what he's doing. So talk to me a little bit about it, Master Chief. Well, what you well think? here here's the the thing that people can't stomach about Dion is, is that he don't mind you know, expressing his confidence and his abilities. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, and, you know, as long as you, you understanding that, you know, give it to the kids and he does that, man. And I tell you what, he, he, he gives his, his credit to, you know, them dogs he's, he's <laughs> dog. and, and love it or hate it. You know what, what you can't do is deny you know, his all-time success. Dude, he played baseball and mm -hmm. football at the same time. He was all-state basketball in high school. Bro, he ran track. Mm -hmm. Dude is an athlete. So <clears throat> All the way around. He's a Hall of Famer. So you mean to tell me that a Hall of Famer, you know, yeah, you get a lot of guys with ex-players that are bust, but it, it, it's about opportunity, too, and – you know, even when he didn't get opportunity, he made an opportunity. Mm. So, you know, you, you you if you get if you get caught up looking at, you know, uh, or getting looking at the smoke and you can't, you know, see through the smoke, then now you're going to look at the gas and you're going to be pissed off because it's just like Mayweather, you know, because of his mouth. A lot of people, you know, his his skills were overshadowed. But and then everybody wanted to use the argument that you know what uh, he he got everybody you know when they was over the hill, dude. It's like Pacquiao, dude. Pacquiao's younger than him. How the hell is that gonna even quit? <laughs> so so you know people will make arguments because they love to hate something when mm -hmm. it's arrogant. Al hero. Uh, hey, I, 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 one of the—he just said it. Gino's still one of my favorite football players. But, but I just want to go against him because I don't why? like Pac-12, and I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking SEC that's, guy, that's and thing. I'm just a hater, bro. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm a hater. But why? Yeah, you, but you gotta congratulate him. Though, oh yeah, at the oh same no doubt. Time. You no know doubt. that's you. You gotta give people they they dues. You know, and, and what he's done, man. Not only at Colorado, <clears> but. Like yeah. I said, he made an opportunity when he went to J State. Mm -hmm. He, bro, look at what HBCUs are doing. How many right. HBCUs actually played FBS schools just in the first two weeks of yeah. of the new yeah. season? Yeah. That's that's notoriety. That's recognition. That would have never happened unless Dion did something to say, you know what, we have to change the way HBCUs are viewed. We have to give them a platform. You know, we have to make it known that, you know, these schools have been competing for years, but their facilities aren't up to the same standards. So they might not produce the same product. Mm -hmm. that, that That's the kind of stuff that people don't read in. Trailblazing into. part. And he forced people to give him a shot at a, at a power five school, you know, and then, you know, all the naysayers, man, for somebody to come in and gut a program. <laughs> Bro, that takes some some gonads, man. Yeah. You, you looking at these kids that have just been existing on a scholarship and not doing the work to, you know, be successful. And that's kind of like the everybody get a trophy air, right? You know, and mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, it's one thing when, you know, you, you're a parent 
and you're paying, you know, for your kid to play when they in all of these clubs and all of that stuff. But if you on a scholarship, you got to earn your, your keep. So he went in there and gutted that program and used the transfer portal and all these things that he's doing that people don't see as a favorable way to, you know, get ahead. Hey, but it's legal. He used it. And look at what's going on right now. And he, I know it's only two games in the season for him. And that's what bit me, Don, that, that, but because I assumed, like, from a football standpoint, like, there's no way this dude's going to start with a whole new team. They really ain't played together. They ain't got no chemistry. So I was like, oh, he'll win five. Yeah. Does he? But, I mean, obviously what he did worked for him. I mean, he did – you know, bring his son, you know, his kids with him. So that, that did help as well. Cause he, he obviously they're his kids. So he knows how they play, but I was against, I'm a, I was against it always. From, and I still kind of am waiting to see how the season plays out, but I was, I'm just like, man, you got it a whole fucking team. It started fresh. Like it's just hard to fucking start over. I mean, he, and even, I don't care if it's five stars. Cause like Ty mentioned it, the, the line between like great, you know, and the greatest in football nowadays or in athletics, it's such a thin line, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I just did, I picked, if I would have, I don't know, it just, it's unconventional. Like nobody does that shit. So I was like, there's no way he's going to win this year more than five, maybe six. It was like five games. It's just not, not possible. But, just because, that's a, that's because a, of the unconventional move, it's never yeah. been done. And I'm like, well, shit. I mean, hey. It that's worked. a that's a shipmate come alongside moment. Mm -hmm. You know, you ain't who you think you are. You yep. you're not being all you can be. And sometimes you have to tell people that. And, and you you know, unfortunately, you had to write that evaluation. Say, you know what? Maybe this ain't what you need to be doing for mm -hmm. the future. That shipmate, you need to you know <laughs> you probably need to get a new start on on something else in life. <laughs> you, you know yeah. and, and so what he did was that very thing in leadership yeah. which is hard to tell somebody when they're not you know performing up the standards. Mm -hmm. But because they weren't performing up the standards, it became a way of life. So when he came in it's like, you know, what was that heartbreak ribs? When they said, yeah. wait till Swede gets out. So, you know, hey, man, you know, hey, he's doing it his way. And that rubs people the wrong way in a lot of regard. Right. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you got to shake the, you know, you got to kick the harness nest and get some people moving and shake things up in order to make change. And that's what, you know, leadership yep. is, is yep. personifies leadership at its core. Yep. It's so, like what know. I tell my boys, man. I tell my boys all the time, hard works beat talent when talent don't work hard. Yes, sir. So that's, that's what, that's what it is, man. You got to have that hard work, that work ethic is going to get you through. He's got them boys working and they winning games. And I'm gonna be happy to drink my bottle that uh is gonna be <laughs> sponsored by my man our hero. You. It's, already, be, uh -huh. it's, it's extra tasty when somebody else hey, gets it. Hey, 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 I already got him, bro. I just gotta get what the shot. Got this week? Yeah, let's see who we got this week. So we got this Hold week. On. I gotta get I gotta, back I gotta, in this because Ty, you can't Dion. be ten and two and leading the pack. Yeah. Go ahead, oh, yeah, Ty. Of course you? I am. Uh so <laughs> Dion created the primetime, you know, character when he was at FSU. Because he didn't have someone in his life to be that leader. Mm -hmm. So he's had to be that leader since he was in high school. When he went to college at Florida State, he created that persona, wore chains and everything, and, and signed with the Yankees while he was still at Florida State, did all that stuff. But the way, the way he says things with, you know, I'm bringing people, we're coming, 
everything he does is a positive affirmation for all the amazing things that he did in his Hall of Fame career. So what do you think uh, the receiver that's playing or the, yeah, the receiver that's playing cornerback and receiver, he's got the best coach he's ever going to have at cornerback. And then of course, Shador and, and Shamar and, and his other son, what's the other son's name? Shadir. Shadir, right. I mean, they're going to have the same habits. So to me, the Dion effect is real. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely real. And it's going to change the way high school preps for college it's going to pray, it change the way college preps for the NFL. Because if he has them guys on the Colorado team get 10 or 12 of them guys drafted and they start playing better, I mean, come on. He's going to change the entire way that people prep for college. It's football. leadership, man. It's leadership. Yeah. And like I say, I go back where I came from in Colorado, man, where, like I said, we'll talk about it one day. I was going. I, I was going to get Shannon Sharp, man, but I didn't get him because I got talked off the bridge on that one. <laughs> but, you know, to get into – to get into the ability to get into the military and be led by people like Don Massey and, and Rosser and, and, you know, and great leaders like that to where I am today, man, I know that leadership, you know what I'm saying? Mentorship is somebody believing in you. And sometimes you don't believe in yourself. It take you a long way. And I think that all of us here, even on this podcast are testaments to that, that we know that had we not came alongside, yep. that we would have been in some whole messed up places that we're not. So, Right now, Deion Sanders got some guys pulling alongside, and that's why I believe in him, man, because I believe that with that leadership and that mindset and believing in them kids, man, you can take somebody who didn't believe in themselves a long way, man. So I'm riding with him the whole way. See you on mine. You see it right there. I'm going with it. (laughs) All right, Matt, you're up first for the picks for this week. So I'm going to try it again. We're going to take A&M over Louisiana (laughs) Monroe. We're taking Colorado over Colorado State. I'm just going to be funny and go South Carolina, taking UK over Akron, and I'm taking Florida State. You're taking the Gamecocks over Georgia? Yes. Oh, wee, you're strong. You're a brave guy. No, no, no. That's a a bold move, Matt. Lost that one, motherfucker. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move, Cotton. (laughs) Don't let it come true. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You said it, man. All right, Scott, you're up, I'm going to do the same thing like I did last week. I'm taking everything on the left side except for the last game. I'm taking FSU to go over Boston College. But I'm going to Texas A&M, CU, Georgia, UK, and I'm taking Florida State. Everything on the left side until the bottom game, I'm going to the right. Gotcha. All right, Al, what you got? I'm, I'm running with Scott again. Same. All right. So I've got uh, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Colorado, mm-hmm. Georgia. UK. When you say when you say Colorado, which one? You got to say them Buffaloes, man. You got to you got to oh, say Colorado Buffaloes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Colorado Buffaloes for sure. Bitch UK and then uh, FSU. Okay. So, so Matt, that's the odd up. man out. Yes, yep. I am. All right, Don, you in, you in here too? What you got? Oh man, I yeah, I, I, same way, man. I, all that. That uh, on the on the uh, well, it's on my left hand side. Yeah, and yeah. FSU on the right side. Yeah, that <clears throat> yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough uh, underdog slating right there. I don't <laughs> see nobody coming ahead of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now South but Carolina might be tough for the first half, but yeah, I don't see them. Y'all yeah, it depends on where that game's at. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what we got, man. This has been our show. Hey, Don, again, 
Thank you for coming out, big dog. Absolutely. Hey, hey. thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, if I can ever do anything for any one of y'all, you guys know it's it's as good as golden. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you like Ice Cube said in, in uh in uh in that movie, come back. <laughs> <laughs> and boys in the hood, Ice Cube told her when she took that 40 ounce, he was like, Come back. You just gotta make sure you come back, big dog. You yes, know, sir. I can do it again. And get us that link, whenever you get it up and running. Yep. So we, so we start putting it yeah, out it'll soon. be it'll be coming soon. Um, I've got um, I've got a speaking engagement. I'm actually speaking at the uh, Khaki Ball up here at uh, whatever the hell they call this shit now, the Intag, I guess. I have no idea what it is. The old NRD, uh, Atlanta. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 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 kind of excited about that. Um, so it gave me a chance to be around, you know, Chiefs again for a little bit, and you know, to be able to at least share with them. So I'm, you know, excited about that and looking forward to it. So uh, after that, then I'm just gonna, you know, um, get my thing up and running, and and definitely I'll be reaching out um, with with you guys, and you know, I'll be asking for either some help or some hey, come alongside and, <laughs> and, and 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 pull me up by my bootstraps. So, you know, um, looking forward to it, man. I appreciate it. We got your six, whatever you whatever you're going through. We, we got your six, anything. Yep. Got you. Appreciate nice. it. All right. Ladies and gents, now it's time to say goodbye to all our podcast friends. No, I just want to say thanks, Don. We appreciate it. And anything we can do, let us know over there. My man, our hero. Nope, same thing. I just want to, you know, hat off to Don, man. He's, he's, he's the fucking man, bro. <laughs> I can't say it any other way. Yes, sir. Love you guys. My man, Big Don, any last shots out? Hey, man. Love you guys, man. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. This is the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. I am your man, DJ Royalty. This has been another episode. You are live tonight with the man, the myth, the legend, the big Don Massey. And you know the crew. Come back again next Thursday, same time, same channel. We're going to do it again. Peace out. Make sure you take care of somebody. Call somebody. Tell them you love them. And until we see you again, you guys be safe. And we'll see you next week. I am DJ Royalty. And we out. <laughs>